Hi and uh, welcome back. It's uh, Damien here, uh, McColgan, uh, back to uh, saving the fundraiser and their well-being. Fundraiser, uh, well they are meant to be Hercules, but they're often made feel like Atlas, holding that big earth on their shoulders, which is the earth meaning their charity, the troubles and people rely on them. The podcast sessions that looks at supporting the fundraiser as an individual, not basically about fundraising asks, etc., but the individual themselves and their well-being. Well, as we uh, all look to put the fun back in fundraiser, what happens in our well-being if it's not got that smile on our face and look at the well-being in those? So I thought on this one, uh, I previously uh, look at my previous podcasts and uh, sort of look at the well-being and yes, the main ones are stress and the journey of stress and the journey of burnout, uh, but looking at those, I sort of thought, well, here, there is something that we have missed. Uh, so yes, um, in those stress and burnouts, uh, I've done the, the definitions, etc. But also try to look at methods uh, or sort of structures in my own plans and my own experiences that I like to try and put in place or are starting to put in place uh, around stress and the journey of burnouts. And this podcast is is no different. Um, but I'll look at that. That's something that's missing that we tend to ignore until it's too late. And basically it's one of our first warning signs. It's how we feel, right? Yes, uh, I mentioned sometimes it's like stress of feeling and burnout of feeling and some of those things there. But realistically, the previous podcasts don't really give it the sort of awareness that really it deserves. So if we look back in the podcast regarding stress and understanding your stress, I've asked you to uh, think more on where the main stresses come from. Uh, this is also followed up by some questions on the burnout podcast. The reasons why I mentioned this is because it is based on trying to understand. That's what mine is. My sort of dyslexia is I need to find out where does this come from? Why am I feeling this? Now that I'm actually at that, towards the end of that journey, going, what am I doing? was happening to me why me uh, so the best way to know the stress and what triggers uh, stress is feelings i've said that previously you sort of look at it and you acknowledge your feelings uh, when the stress happens and understanding it so this is no different you have to make sure that you understand the feelings so i was told by a doctor that feelings never lie as they are the emotions that your body use as a warning sign uh, of being pushed in a direction that it is not used to, not your normal, not a positive force or a sign of danger. Yeah, that's that's what we all expect and that's what we all can take on. So, but although this sounds really wishy-washy, but when you're in that, you sort of try and think, well, there has to be some way of understanding this. So, without Feelings are not all that bad. Remember, like, without feelings uh, and understanding these uh, in our early years, uh, we will never know what pain was. Like, oh, 
sword, burning fire, or you drag yourself kneeling, or passion, love, empathy, understanding. That compassion is there. Like those those warm, loving, human nature feelings that we're brought up with whenever we're children. And our parents have tried to instill that into us. And we know that because our bodies react to it. And it says to our spinal cord, say, this is not good. Give it a massive warning signal. Bang. Stop it. So, so what is so different feelings surrounding stress and burnout that we will not ask about it or admit to it? Is it pride for not showing that you're weak or we are weak I should say? Um, people will look to replace us um, as a fundraisers to say that you can't do the job, he's useless or she's useless or come up with all those negative uh, phrases and words etc or not wanting to let people down in the charity and those who rely on us and we are all carers we all care for a job that people we support or is it the lifestyle we lead or is this the supporting family bills like you could be the main breadwinner or the only breadwinner and without all this uh, be it your parents your husband wife your children your girlfriends or whatever it is your scenarios or boyfriends it's it's down to you and those bills and that mounting pressure right i consider that as a non-work stress uh, so uh, these are all things that we put on ourselves and our preconceptions that others see in us to feel it's like we are expecting them to think this way like but we can't control our feelings in these areas like it's that's a good thing it's just basically looking at ourselves and saying oh, here how do i change that mindset so a few simple things it's just those questions there you may have a lot more and i would be glad to hear a lot more if you have them um so look at asking for reassurance that always sounds really bad like always continuously asking for reassurance but without that reassurance you will then continue to think of a negative aspect onto yourself so ask for that reassurance from your line manager or your colleagues or, or whoever it is. Are you doing the job to a good, good position or a good standard or a, a great standard or whatever way you want to put it? Are you achieving your KPIs, like the big KPIs, like the, the targets of that month or previous months or, or on target for the year? Um, do you have a plan for your KPIs? And if not, why not? Who should be doing this plan? When should be the plan piece? Should it be you? Should it be your line manager? Should it be a manager before them? Should this already be in place and it's not being communicated to yourself? So those are the questions that you should sort of look at. So back to the most common of feelings that we start. Um, is the building up of that stress journey to burnout. This feeling is anxiety. Yeah. We all hear this word, we're like, oh yeah, I'm anxious, I'm feeling bad. Ah, should we brush it off? It's like stress, we brush off. Um, but as a result, in a negative, stressful environment, as you worry about others' opinions or negative results, or even happening towards you, issues are happening towards you, that's where main anxieties come into it, relation to your stress. Right? 
Um, so I know when we get into that or this stage of our journey, we, we never acknowledge or recognize that we are anxious. But we tend to be irritable or have mood swings until realistically it's too late or someone else close to us points out and out. We tend to be sharp in a response. People think we are very sensitive. Like I, I know myself, this is like, geez, you're touchy today, or oh, you're, you're very sensitive. Like, calm yourself down, or oh, sure, you shouldn't take things to heart. You shouldn't wear your heart in your sleeve. But realistically, that's me putting those things on top of it. Or is it that are more stresses, or what kind of stresses is it? Uh, even it can be very visible. Uh, I know what's happened to myself is where that uh, we're holding back comments to not have a quick response that we're going just close our eyes count of 10 or just breathe out like these things sort of happens to us all but realistically inside we're thinking in our head we really do want to just shout and scream and go what the mm. but if you're like me <laughs> the words may not come out in the right way or the right order and it just sounds gibberish so that's that's why you sort of want to think or it could end up really hurting someone and go too far so you sort of try and hold in and realistically whenever you hold in stress then more and more stress come in as we previously said in stress and your body then feels it and so on if you listen to my stress podcast i'll be further into it so we already understand that anxiety is the body's warning sign um, of feelings but what symptoms should we look at this is where i'm saying that i try and understand these things first so there's a large number of these i mean you go into any website any medical journal you get into anything and you can have a list from anything from eight to twenty something it's just summary because there's, there's so many it's, it's your feelings so i've sort of had to try and sort of break it down to into sort of different sections so i brought it into it whereas the feeling of overwhelm or full of dread right the feeling of being out of control feeling nervous on age panicky at all times and yet again feeling grumpy and tired I've mixed the two of them together, I've seen it before, it's like grumpy and tired. Because sometimes whenever people get too tired, they get very grumpy, or sometimes whenever we get very grumpy, that's excess energy, and makes us tired or very tired at the end of the night. So it's, it, it sort of works hand in hand, those kind of things. And feeling nervous, that in itself is more, it could be gentle nerves of public speaking, whatever else, or it could be feeling nervous to admit to something, or it could be feeling nervous that you're doing the right thing. Or is it also feeling nervous to even whenever someone says something to just basically have to call them back because you just don't know what reaction you're going to get. There's different levels and different stages of where you're going to it, so anxiety is always there. So I thought we'll bring into that. But I've also found a few sort of areas that like sort of warning signs for depression which start tending to be missed. Uh, and these warning signs are very, very interesting because people do in fundraising, whenever you actually get into that burnout stages, you have a feeling of loss. You're completely lost. And you don't know which way you can turn. That's what I mentioned there about control. And you're out of control. Um, feeling the need to 
escape. I so need to just get away, uh, either clear your head or just be away from life. And that's where depression comes into. It depends on the level that you're feeling lost. You're feeling the need to escape. So that's where these ones here have to be sort of careful at the levels. Um, so you're sort of also feeling lonely and nowhere to turn, nowhere to speak to you. Feeling that you can't show your true feelings, you're, you're losing yourself. Um, and all the thing that I've actually seen in an ad, uh, which at times I've felt this way, is that um, I, don't, I don't know, like it depends if you're in America or wherever in the world you are, UK or Ireland or wherever. Um, there was an ad on TV there a couple of years ago uh, where basically this year man was out and meeting his friends and everything else, and then uh, he'd go back home and instead of washing his face, he would take this mask off. And the mask was actually more of his feelings of depression, loneliness, um, lost, it's all of that. Um, and then just basically want to escape everything. So that's why I think it's, they need to be also mentioned in this stage, um, which seem to be always missed out. Uh, but here, looking at the first uh, four feelings, uh, that was the overwhelmed, and the out of control and nervous and on age and panicky and grumpy and tired, etc. Um, which is a question, when and how we were made to feel like this? Uh, yeah, let's go back into this like understanding, but to understand, when were we? Was it the moments of the, the feelings that we were being unheard, uh, disrespected? Um, not only just by a one-to-one, -one, but also in a public environment, feeling pressured, or feeling that your pressure was minimised, minimalised, I should say, sorry, um, feeling confused, feeling like just complete disorder, and these are built up over time. So if you make a record of them, that means you can at least say that here, this is the number of triggers, and these are my trigger points. So I'll just start looking at the first feelings and understanding that moment that if you've, you've been made felt that way, um, it's like feelings don't automatically just come into your head. It's it's reactions. These are reactions from others. All right. So make sure you understand that feelings are the most honest, and these are the most reactions. Um, so whenever you've been made feel feel that way, you'll be able to recognise the first stages in the future. Uh, if they are non-work load stress or workload stress. So non-workload stress could be family environment or bills that we put in preference of ourselves or it could be our line managers or our colleagues and how they treat us. Whereas workload stress is more um, the amount of work tasks, um, the type of work is asked of ourselves, etc. Uh, so it's like reports and regular reports and deadlines, etc and to not have a, a plan it's that's the work ones uh, so i thought trying to identify that or define those so as a result we can start to look at fixing these uh, within our power so some of the previous ideas we actually mentioned is like sort of just question it um like is there a plan or those kind of things um so uh, and getting back some of that control and start to feel less overwhelmed or confused so just so i thought well here i'll write down a few of these just in case anybody else actually sort of feels about them like it could be confusing around 
um, what is asked of us. Um, not having a plan to achieve the targets. Not knowing your place in achieving those targets. It's quite often not going to think, oh, well, here, there's a target, blah, blah, blah. What's meant to be expected of resolve? Where's my place in this? Yeah, if we have to bring in three million, where am I in that? Okay, it's my region, but what is the plan? Is there anything? How do we do it? Is there a team plan? Is there an individual plan? Because uh, I mentioned there, it was like, who was going to write that plan? Or is there a plan in place? Is it communicated to myself? And no understanding of what has happened previous years. Right, that's a big one. Like, is there an evaluation? Is there updates? Is there notes? What is there? Uh, is there a calendar? Is there something there that we can actually fall back on and say, look, this is what happened last year. This is how it happened. This is what the evaluation on it was. This is what we can work towards. And this is how we can improve it. Is that been done or has it been done or anything else? Because if that hasn't, then that means for every year you're actually working from scratch again. And it's more and more workload. These things are there to try and make things easier. Or you and the others are best suited to other forms of communication, like, to, like reinforcements. Um, like I know myself with dyslexic, um, I'm more, yes, if you have a presentation, I need to actually also make sure there's notes. I start to get an understanding. I like to completely understand something first and then build on the knowledge and build on the knowledge. So that means reinforcing myself to become automatic responses. So it's that things there, there's types of communication. Uh, does your line manager feel it's completely really positive monocultural sort of treat you in a nice wee bubble is that the best form is it the best form of communication would be to be dictatorial to you uh, the best form of communication would be to um sounds really bad but put you under pressure and say like you can achieve those goals these are the high targets but i know you can achieve them try to be a negative positive um, or would it be more positive, continuous, or completely negative? Um, Say so that you're not any good. I know you'd never be any good, and so you try and strive to achieve that. It's it's down to you and understanding your best forms of communication. I know what I previously put into burnout and stress was each of us are different personalities, and maybe a personality test would be great for your charities and yourself. So there you go. That's it. That's what I'm better with. I learn from it, let's work from it, and let's get the best out of each other. So, uh, just remember these are all fixable. Uh, if you speak to your colleagues or line manager or even senior team, that's if, and it's a big if, you have a good work relationship with them. So find that person who is, do you have a good relationship with or a group of people and talk about it. But also have developed the confidence in saying those words you have to believe in yourself remember it's that very first one is like will we admit to saying we are burnout we are stressed we are anxious i need help or can we do it this way and will they actually listen to you like uh, i don't know what you're asking those could be words um could you help me please uh could you write it down um, do you have a plan? What is that plan? Let me see it. Let's discuss it. Or is there training around this, whatever the area is or topic areas, to help me improve? And thus, 
helping all of us improve and us after the training. We shouldn't need to actually continuously over, go over it. Uh, so that means it should free up some more time. You should try and look at it as a positive. These all sound simple, but completely, I completely understand that it is not. Uh, it's a big step. You have to be confident, courageous, and strong. And maybe it depends on the stage you're at of stress or burnout or depressed or anxious that you're not able to take that time and to build yourself to be that confident and maybe you think oh I'm confident but whenever it steps into it and you say it and it just comes out the wrong way maybe you have to look at it and go let's write this down maybe the best way is to like could you write this down could you write it down and that means you can think about it you have the time to think about it you can go through it and analyze it and go yeah perfect if there's any questions fine and if it's in a meeting, it's a group of habits that make sure you take your notes. It's so important. So at least you can go back and understand it and ask those questions again. If you don't have the confidence to ask them, then and there. That's it. Or if you need reassurance from other people. I also understand that once you're in the eye of that storm, that storm being stressed or burnt out, or the type of stress that's being put upon you, uh, if it's from a colleague or whatever department or anything else uh, you will be looking more towards the latter four feelings I mentioned and that's the feelings of lost uh, the need to escape feeling alone feeling that you can't show your true self um, if you're in the midst of those feelings in the eye of the storm it's going to be extremely hard to come out and go right, bang, could you write down, bang because you're ready now thinking inwards it is all your fault and that's that's a journey in itself uh, which we're all on uh, so you really feel that you just need to get room uh, I mean like just get away and out of that extreme roller coaster that you're on just to just get off it uh, and you just want to just say look this is my time to think this is my time to get structure it could be medical help it could be just to, time to breathe uh, these final feelings can be considered as extreme yes but it depends on what you're in it's like i know i've i've, I've felt it i feel it it's like you're intense you, you feel completely lost like you need to have someone to speak to uh, if it's a family member brand if it's a doctor nurse make sure friend whoever it is make sure you do speak to them ask for support or something if they're not listening go to someone else who does or will so the reason why I want to bring these um, into this section is once you're in that burnout or have the feelings and want to get out and away you're already looking for that new job but you still don't want to leave that position and you're already in that position already saying that this is all my fault i brought this all on to myself and but can i stress you're not alone look how many fundraisers there are out there and in this industry you're completely and utterly not alone and remember it is not your fault all right i put it as non-work stress and work stress once you class into those areas 
and you can actually see well here I can change my perspective or my understanding on those ones that I have control over and then the others you can work from you can have to speak to people you're gonna to have to make sure there's acknowledgement of it but that's your journey that's it starting so um, it's 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 that's hard right so I've, I've said here again it's 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 by done by talking um, to someone right it's taking those small steps uh, a wee thing I've come up with is like uh, it is a marathon and the race is with yourself and no one else you can walk it you can jog it you can run it you can sprint it but as long as it is down to yourself and your feelings and how you are managing and preparing and building is down to you so I know at this stage you don't think uh, it can be fixed and every moment um, can be learned from but once you understand or create the understanding of or come out and say let's understand just I'm going to stay here in this level but I just want to understand it that's you on that journey out and wanting to change it so I was told by a counsellor that uh, the mind plays tricks and the only thing true is the moment that how you feel and how you felt in those moments that's all uh, the old saying is misery likes company which is very apt in this and so if you continue to feel that misery then you'll continue down that rabbit hole if you feel as though it's continuing continuing can't get any further then please talk the first stage is to talk to open up even if you cry or start to break down or feel something let it go I know it's frozen let it go but I mean let that motion out go just bring it out right and that's, that's that journey so always remember to talk and that's it being proactive just that one approach so to conclude this is all about feelings and understanding your feelings but acknowledge them don't hide them don't block them don't break them off feelings are extremely important right they are your first and very most important signs so remember that uh, so create a mindset to be aware of your feelings at each situation and be strong enough in yourself to acknowledge them to say yeah there you go you're not telling anybody you're telling yourself you can write them down write them down in these sort of situations of maybe a in your calendar or a diary or sort of text yourself right it's those kind of things there and once you've started that journey of writing them down you start to be proactive and you also know your stress triggers and you can work on those yeah again if it's workload or non-workload stress remember it workload is the actual work that you're doing it is like uh, the applications the number of projects you've got on it's like what's been asked of you work related non-work related or work stress i would class as the communication towards you um, the communication towards others it's how you're being interact or it can be outside of the work in relation to family burdens or those kind of things and it's those that you've actually been putting yourself those sort of things but if it's someone and how they're treating you then it's easy to say like here they've treated me with disrespect or they've treated me with 
um, so I'm extremely positive and we're very very supportive acknowledge it this is all not negative stuff but remember it's the feelings if it's a positive feeling put it down you have to make sure that you put that positive feeling down because we are actually now looking at being proactive if you ignore the positive and concentrate on the negative you will go into that journey of that rabbit hole so look at both positive and negative if it is your line manager if it's their senior team if your colleague and they've given you something that's given you a boost put it down write what they say just a wee note yeah they said something like this uh i felt so positive i felt emotionally warm i was drawn to them or i felt i could lift the world or change the world anything all right if it's a negative put it in that's it so it could be anything but make sure you acknowledge positive and negatives it's not all about negativity it's all about positivity and we actually have to get ourselves out of these journeys and recognize them so we can actually break into the strength and look towards likes of resilience mindfulness and that sort of journey of, of recovery of acknowledging ourselves and being strong so to conclude thank you very much for listening and hope um, you've got some new perspectives to look at uh, I look forward to hearing more from you all uh, spread the word uh, let's <laughs> let's acknowledge our feelings and and um, be good and don't ignore it and uh, have a great time so thank you very much for uh, your day and take care bye bye